Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Always love the strap, cooling in the city with his boys who said they got his back. This young thing, 17, know the great in his context. Say he living in the projects. Money hungry, yearning for what he earning. Finger on the trigger, brah. Steady burning, watching the cops show up. Murder ain't stopping him. The leader of his hood, say he feels so good. Dreads hanging, get to the drug slanging. If that money don't come later, then get to the gun banging. Blah, how you like me now? Get that money and move, beat. This run out when you see up in the movies, huh? Bob dead just in one night, yeah, and by the weekend, 20 will be back tight, so sleep well, cause he living in the dream, by the time you wake up, never notice that they think he too cool. Ken was born Aaron Michael Rivera, July 17th, 1996, in Las Vegas, Nevada. His father is Puerto Rican, and his mother is Hungarian. And even though he's the youngest of four siblings, because he grew up in Vegas, he really didn't spend too much time acting like a kid. I guess I grew up faster than most people, maturely and with experience and stuff. And I also grew up around a lot of music, being raised just around my brother. He was a DJ. My dad did a lot of salsa and stuff like that. So just being around a lot of music really influenced me. Yeah, yeah, it was a definitely a fun childhood. But, like, yeah, as I, as I got into, like, my... I'm still in my teenage years, but as I got into my teenage years, it got kind of kind of ugly. Being raised in Vegas, especially, like, within the music and stuff, definitely got involved with a lot of sin and a lot of partying. started music when I was six years old. So I was DJing when I was six, and I was pretty popular in Vegas. They used to invite me to, like, 21 and older clubs, and I would just go in there, DJ, do my set, and then leave. But even within that, like, always doing that, I used to experience, like, a lot of it. Like, if you're, you know, young and you're going into 21 and other clubs, you're getting the full experience, whether you stay there or not. Once I got, like, 12 years old and stuff, I started throwing my own parties with people that are older than me. started smoking weed and, you know, slanging it, hanging out with the wrong crowd. I started smoking weed when I was around, like, 12. So I used to get my weed off of a dealer. Basically, the only way I could smoke is if I sold for him. Instead of, like, trying to buy weed, I'd just get free weed and just sell for him and, and still make money. So there were times where I moved, like, an ounce, you know. Besides that, like, yeah, little nickels and dimes in school and stuff. Never really liked drinking. I did, like, every now and then, but that was just because of the parties and stuff, but... I never liked drinking. I didn't like the taste. We used to do a lot of house parties, but we'd, uh, there's a couple, there's a venue that I used to go to. Uh, I don't want to say names or anything, but back then it was, it was pretty popular and they used to let the young kids rent it out and we used to go in there and throw, throw parties, invite people, charge them, have like people rap and DJ and stuff like that. So it was that little scene. And then sometimes like my friends would get together. And we would do like warehouse parties, and we would see like what what party crew would get the most part, like people at their party, and the stuff like that. I bet you're wondering what made this 14 year old change. 
He has so much to live for. He has more things to experience. Nah. Well, um, anyways, I'm just gonna end this in my last words. Look back at all the crazy things I did I never knew how much trouble that it would get me in Yo kid you tryna drink, yo kid you tryna choke But I was already higher for that weed I smoked I used to party cause I thought it was fun Pops never knew where I was really at But it was cool as long as I had my finger on the black You know that marijuana blow, weed smoke, sticky icky crap I guess that's why I suffer from addictions But if you pay attention my life is different Eyes bloodshot looking at a glass mirror Asking the devil if I can see myself clearer I never wanna go home, I'm always always strong I know I'm sounding crazy but it's better if you know I always thought I'd leave it cause my dad was never home Maybe I should just end it and leave my life alone Aaron started rapping when he was around 10 or 11 and went by the name Kid Extreme, which he openly admits was super lame. Kid Extreme was a little cutie at the parties with the older ladies who loved to hit on him. Being Puerto Rican, I don't want to say it's a race thing, but like Puerto Ricans, like, we we like women. Like, But I think that's every man. Still have that thing, like, for women, like, oh, she's cute, you know, she looks she looks good. But at the end of the day, I don't treat them like, okay, this girl is just, like, something that, that doesn't matter. Someone that could just get used in a physical or sexual way, as, like, the media is doing it now and the society is treating them now. I never looked at him like that. Nah, no Rico father. living the YOLO life and surrounded by older people doing bad things. Soon, his older brother would influence his life for the better. Well, I have a brother, his name's Manny. He was very, like, when I was younger, I, I remember he was into gangs. He was always, like, he was always the troublemaker. Like, he got, he went to jail because he stabbed someone at, at a gas station. And, and it was crazy. Like, he was, he was looking at a long time. At the time, his girlfriend... Uh, got got saved and praying for him and telling him about Jesus. And one of those days, I guess, he just gave his life to the Lord. And I just remember, like, the family looking down on him because of that reason. And even me, I never really had a full, full relationship with him because of that. Around the time where I was, like, doing bad, he would call me, he would pray for me. You know, he would see what we're doing, stuff like that. He would always want to talk to me about Jesus, and I didn't really care. I was, I was never, like, one of those... I, I want to say I didn't believe in Jesus, but I was just the guys that didn't care about it. I didn't care for religion and stuff like that. He became a pastor. He came from the ministry of Victory Alley. So he would always tell me, like, hey, man, let's go to church. You know, I'll take you with me. 
One day, I remember he called me, and I was with my friends, like, partying and stuff. And, like, he was like, hey, man, like, I'm going to be in town this week. Like, let's go to church. And it was like a sign of respect and stuff. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go with you. So I went with him to church. And I don't know what it was, but, like, the, the pastor, Pastor Benny, he was preaching a message, and it really hit home for me. Like, the message was directly to me. I guess it was just conviction or, like, the Holy Spirit just kind of drove me into that. Like, where I really was paying attention, I wasn't like the bad kid in the back that was talking and on a cell phone, but I was just really trying to pay attention because I knew, like, something was different about it. So I just listened and took it in. And at the end, they did, like, a like an altar call, like, whoever wants to give their life to Jesus. And I really I really didn't care for it. I didn't care. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But um, at that time, I was a rapper, so I gave one of the youth leaders my CD, and um, he called me. He was like, hey, man, you know, you have anything positive, like, no cussing? I was like, yeah, man, I don't even cuss. Like, I'm still a kid. <laughs> like, I might rap about some bad stuff, but I don't cuss. So uh, he invited me to come share at one of the youth events. So I went there. I performed a song. I told my friends. I was like, hey, man, like a church. Like, this is big news for me, bro. Like, a church wants me to rap. You know what I'm saying? So I went there, and, and I performed, and then after, I just, like, felt, like, really bad, and I just, like, gave, like, I just felt the presence. I felt like my life, like, is in a bad time. Like, I have a future, and I'm wasting my life over things that that aren't something that I can have or keep or take with me. So I was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to surrender. Like, I'm going to give my life to Jesus. And that night, like, I gave my life to Jesus. Shipping them large amounts, bad Lord, save us from this greed and materialism This gold got us locked inside a prison uh, I ain't gon' lie, your boy gotta eat Bottom line, being grateful with my New Year's resolution Gon' be dropped extreme and started going by kid k-i-double-d and focused more on glorifying god in 2011 he dropped two mixtapes so young but understood and class in sessions <laughs> man the only thing good about this music in the world is these beats man these beats are tight but but the, the lyrics are straight garbage man i'm about to spit the truth Turn your speakers up, know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, and by the way, it's just a mixtape. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, I think I got a problem. It's all hidden like they blind, love style. That's why this generation died, revived. See, I'm 
I'ma take up all my time just to bribe them The book said it all, so I'ma say it all Your boy Christian, I ain't ashamed at all Nah, really though, y'all silly though See, I'm gifted, they say I got a gifted flow See, I'm gifted, they say I got a gifted flow See, I'm gifted, they say I got a gifted flow See, I'm gifted, they say I got a gifted flow it was never really a, a like, hey man, I'm a, I serve Jesus, I'm gonna do Christian rap. It was never really like that. I, I guess it was just like a change in mind and like mentality. When I first got saved, I was like, I'm gonna stop rapping because of my friends and who I was. I didn't really, I didn't really want that to be a part of my life. And at the same time, like this is something I really love. I love music, so I want to be able to use that to glorify God. And it was really just about reaching to my community, reaching to people that I knew, reaching to people that I didn't know. It was never really like, hey man, you know, I'm saved now, I'm gonna do Christian rap. It, to this day, like whoever calls me a Christian rapper, I, I honor that, I respect that, that I want to reach kids because it's like people are looking down on the kids now and the media really has like a, a hand on us uh, influence has a hand on the youth so that's where i want to step up kid made a youtube video when he was 15 titled old school freestyle suddenly people in the christian and secular world started paying attention to him eventually he was put in a situation where he had to decide if he wanted to make music for the world or for jesus uh, yeah, I had to let the bomb hit you Clear the room, blow the beat like Saddam's with you How long do I wait just to get a collab? They ain't wanna give it to me, I'ma take it back No fight, but y'all time's out Mayweather flow, I'm knocking lights out They call this Christian music, I call this truth music Take the kids off the streets, bulletproof music Originality, here's reality Where is hip-hop? Fatality Y'all keep throwing shots, I'm just having fun I only use all this beats cause I don't have none Instead of knocking me, you should try to help me out And if you ain't, can you tell me what you worry about? Sound like this, sound like that, bunch of jib and jab And I don't remember asking where y'all opinions at Woo, Mike Jack, but I ain't bad All this religion acts, got me getting mad Christ-like, serve God, no church bag Class in session, no notepad <laughs> All, all these rappers speak a lot of death They telling fairy tales Like if life is as good as it gets Not of this world, y'all still some hypocrites So fake looking like a bunch of mannequins If you can handle the heat, then get about the kitchen You cooking the recipe, I'm the flavor you missing They say it's a devil act, the way I be dissing I'm drawn in the line of you like I'm going fishing They label me a Christian rapper cause it's why I fit in But it's not only the Christians that I want to listen Spread light through the dark. Let them see it glisten, not light to the light. Tell me what's the mission. I was always trying to get on Razzilla for like three years. I was always hitting them up. Later years, I was talking to a couple labels. Universal GMB, uh, Sean Cairo was the A&R. They wanted to sign me as well as Atlantic Records also came up, which was like a fight. Like there was times where I was like, man, let me just, you know, forget this whole thing. And like, like, cause I, I was young and I was like, man, but there's times where I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to conform. I'm just so I can be popular, be known. Later on, Infiltrate Music came last year at, at Legacy Conference. I met up with Chad and Philip and got to sit down and talk with them. And knowing that I had a relationship with Script before that came in to the picture. So it was like a, a win and win type of thing. I just, I was like, yeah, man, that'll be awesome. Yeah.
They can lay my body inside of a casket. Fighting for my rights, we bout to start a mosh pit. Or a riot, trying to tell us to be quiet. Turn us up loud, we really shouldn't be silent. While you whispering, you scared of all that sacrifice. You scared to die for the one who took that to give you life. We ain't playing, boy, I die for him and I die for them. That mall the floor won't die alone, I'm ready for it. You ready for it? The end's coming, I see the signs. Stop speaking up, stop being quiet. I ain't trying to hide my faith, boy. Tell it in they face, trying to stop my freedom of speech. I won't eat from what they feeding me. Got the right to speak my beliefs, so them radios ain't playing me. Uh, I ain't scared of death. Yeah, it's just the way of life. I don't belong here, buddy, cause he paid the price. In 2012, he signed with Infiltrate Music, ran by Rapzilla owners Chad Horton and Philip Rude. He's put out a few singles like Martyr Music with Cambino, and has been featured on many songs. On September 3rd, 2013, he will release his debut album, Murder My Flesh. That album has an all-star lineup of features that include Show Baraka, Scrip, Jim Stones, Sean C. Johnson, Derek Minor, and many more. Holy culture, please allow us to spin out. Each artist on the album was personally picked for me. Um, just like those are artists that I listen to daily. Some of them on the album I feel like a really, really cool relationship with. Being able to communicate with other artists was definitely like probably the best part of this album. Murder My Flesh is a movement he started years back. It's not only the title of the album, but his first single as well. Like me and Ty Shane were working on a couple projects. We're like, man, you know, we, we still haven't did a song for the album yet. So we sat down and we're like, man, let's do the title track. So that's when Murder My Flesh was actually like one of the last songs I worked on. Funny how it ended up being one of the first songs I released. And it was just something that I was saving for someone that I really wanted to be a part of it, um, like the production and everything like that. And it's really because the fact that Ty Shane's young, he's the same age as me. Ty Shane's actually on the hook and he does the other stuff in it. He's not just producing it. And it was just talking about like what we see, not only in the youth, but in society, how it's important to really identify our sin and not be ashamed to identify it, but be able to identify it and expose it because it's really, once we expose ourselves, that's when God's able to work in us more. Once we, you know, identify our sins, 
and identify our flaws, it's easier for us to fix them. It's easier for us to, you know, deal with it. So that's really what it is, like pointing out that and basically murdering it. In Royal Lies, he decided to speak his mind and put some issues on blast. Hey, yo, you stacking towers? Yeah, they stacking towers. Trying to make it to the top, thinking they got that power. Babylon. Babylon. Now I'm about to tattle on. They telling lies. They in the skies. They think they're right, but they really wrong. <laughs> and that's real. Let me tell you how it goes. Be careful of fake sheep. The style will wolf close. The fire and kill slow. Who lying? Well, who knows? The lying and Judah. Yes, you were so follow the it was just a song where I felt like people aren't talking about it, about what's going on in the media, government, everything like that. Looking at these artists, how they're putting on this picture of, of how they live and what it is to be, you know, an artist and what it is to be that. When it's all fake, it's all it's all a game to put on a show. And to me, like things like that really bother me, especially in the Christian hip hop era where everyone's really scared to. Expose it. Back then I was in love with a girl, she was straight wildin'. But I'm feeling her, she's feeling me. Not many hung around her, wasn't religious, but I found something deep inside her that no one understood. My ex girl turned Hollywood, sold out, never doubted that she probably would. Probably did put us through a heartbreak and made it all eight away, something like Kanye. On the right track, headed towards the right road. And worry for how or wherever we might go. I trust her, she the love that's inside me. I can tell her everything. I don't got a lot of me accepted, respected, rejected. I'm lovesick. She the one I stay with every hour. She the one I spend with. So let me tell you who my ex is. I used to call her hip hop. Fell in love with Jezebel. Yeah. I fell in love with this Jezebel. Well known rapper Common and his song, I Used to Love Her, inspired the track Jezebel. Wit produced that. So it was cool to work with Wit. And it was just talking about, like, basically a girl, how I fell in love with this girl. And she was once hip hop. Like what she was about before, how there was not as as like against women, not as against truth, and all these portraying all these lies. It's not as how it was before. So I was just saying how I fell in love with this girl. She broke my heart, and then I found another girl, which was Christian hip hop. Kid recently got into producing and he was able to include on this album a song that he produced himself, Identity Theft. Uh, found him a mirror, said he needed to see himself clearer. Searching for truth, but it couldn't get any realer. Going through phases, trying to see where he would want to be. But in between, he started acting irrepressibly. The intervene in his life, and eventually, see, they only make him angry. The pain that makes it hard to see. Never satisfied, wanting success, wanting to be the best. Starting with the way that he dressed. Getting fast money, using mom's car, needed gas money. Started slinging weed and DVDs almost every week. Trying to be the freshest, saving up for that gold necklace. All I have a lot of friends that struggle with, with that. That song is kind of towards, I, I can't say my lifestyle, because I never, I kind of can relate to that, but it was more or less friends that I know that relate. I made the beat. I wasn't going to do anything with the beat. 
Um, I was just like, hey, man, I got this extra beat. Here, uh, I'm going to send it to Spazzy. I wanted to work with Spazzy. So I was just like, hey, Spazzy, here's the beat. Do whatever you want. He sent me back a hook that he did. And I was like, man, all right, just tweak this a little bit and then do a, do a bridge. So he came back with the bridge. And basically, it has a full song in front of my face. And I was like, man, this song could be a hit. Like, what am I going to do with it? So when I heard what he was talking about, I, I thought of my friend. Blah Blah features one of his favorite rappers and someone he's been fortunate enough to build a relationship with, Show Baraka. Tell me, is it hip hop? I see the names on us. I do this for the people, not just people pleasing us. So please understand, there's something freeing us. Throw us under the bus, they wonder why we speak up. Listen to what society is speakers. Don't just bob your head to the beat that is plain as that. This is poetry, cause we're written in lead. Not favorite in society, society's dead. Oh yeah, they said we got a different flow. Now why you stick a category on a music? I wanted to talk about how a lot of people put Christian rappers in a box. Society and the world and secular people, they look at Christian hip hop like, man, this is lame. Like, I don't want to listen to this. This is lame. Some of it is not good, but there is music that's, like, dope. So for me, it was like, man, like, show Brock, let's address this. I took the beat and just kind of heard blah, blah, and I don't know where, but I just heard it. Kind of ran with that since it's a show. He has a Spanish song that I'm not even going to try to attempt to say because, uh, no hablo espanol. Picture this, la gran entrada. Jesucristo pasa y yo grito Hosanna. Jesucristo sigue extendiendo su fama. Y ustedes están durmiendo. Pijama. Grand entrada, grand entrance. Me and Script, we always want to do a Spanish song. And the fact of it is, like, man, I'm Puerto Rican, you're Puerto Rican, like, let's represent our culture. So we got with, together with some Puerto Rican artists. Script produced that. He sang on it. It was really just talking about our grand entrance, my grand entrance, entering the the Christian hip hop. At the end of the day, Jesus, his grand entrance. Somebody ask me how you feel like. Tell them you feeling good. Somebody ask you how you feel like. Tell them you feeling good. In a lot of his songs, Kid paints pictures and tells fictional stories. But he got personal with the cut, feeling good. You wanna know exactly how I feel, feeling so lost in the lies. You don't know if it's real. Material the money isn't the real deal. Yeah, we focus on these things, no one that they kill. We fall for it or we fall short. One really personal song would be Feeling Good, a song that I did like when I was in a dark time in my life. Just going through my family issues sickness. My sister's kidney failed. My brother was sick. My mom was on medication. But you know, when someone's on medications, they don't really act the same. Even in times of the church, like just dealing with uh, people looking down on you and not accepting you, just things like that was like the experience of how I was going through when I wrote that song. Kid's goal isn't to have the best-selling album. Although he says it would be cool if it happens. But his focus is on affecting people's lives. Welcome to the jungle. Soon as you're born, you gotta fight. Ooh, welcome to the jungle. Yeah. We're fighting for our lives. Ooh. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Baby. 
know songs that help people walk their, their walk with Jesus and their growth. I just want my albums to be one of those albums. Hey yo, you struggling on your block, trying to make it out. But I heard a crime rate, I just take you out. You see the hood ain't the places where they trying to be. But honestly, the hood places where it gotta be. Currently, Kid is 17 years old and is a junior in high school, taking classes online. But he hopes to one day... One of my plans are to build a record label, to sign like hidden talent, build them and giving that advice. That's why being young right now, I just want to take any little thing. Because being at the platform that, that God has placed me on is a great opportunity to learn from, from people who's experienced longer than me, from people who's been working longer than me, and just to really experience that. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. This has been a Brown Theory production and an 83 Media production. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S, dot com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.